I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, we travel from 14th century Europe to the town of Sravana Belagola in Karnataka and discover the connection between Black Death, Bahubali, and the world's most expensive spice. Around February and March every year, the city of Venice hosts a carnival to celebrate a 12th century military victory. in a rather unconventional way with everyone wearing masks but before it brings up the horrors of the covid-19 pandemic these are full face masks which people wear out of choice the streets are filled with smiles and laughter and the event lasts almost 2 weeks among the most famous masks especially from the 17th century was the bauta mask a particular white mask under a black hat and a black cloak It was even used outside the carnival to quote someone anonymously. However, there is another mask which keeps making its appearance every year. Amongst all the dizziness and grandeur, this mask consists of a leather hat, a mask with glass eyes, a stick and a beak. Yes, you heard that right, a beak. While it may seem nothing out of the ordinary for a carnival, the dark story behind this mask takes us back 8 centuries. 1347 Crimea After its first appearance it reached Constantinople From there it surged through the Mediterranean world and by 1348 reached Spain, France and southern England By 1350 it devastated northern France, the British Isles, Germany and the Scandinavian region It then crept up to Russia touching Moscow in 1353 It moved like a wave spreading over an average of 5 to 6 months in one place estimates suggest over 50 million people could have died which represented 35 to 60% of the european world but this was not a marauding army or a natural event that caused such widespread destruction it was the plague which came to be known in the popular imagination as the black death The big costume in the Venice Carnival we see today is the plague doctor's costume. The clothing worn was intended to protect doctors from airborne diseases during outbreaks of bubonic plague in Europe. The beak could hold dried flowers, commonly roses and carnations, herbs, commonly lavender and peppermint, camphor or a vinegar sponge. The purpose of the mask was to keep away bad smells such as decaying bodies. The smell taken with the most caution was known as miasma. a noxious form of bad air this was thought to be the principal cause of the disease which of course was later proved to be incorrect the black death also had a rather strange unintended consequence a relatively unknown plant which was non-existent across europe became so valued that pirates would target ships carrying this plant ignoring even ships that carried gold the plant is known as crocus sativus Does it ring a bell? Never mind if it did not. The Europeans did not care for it either. 
until Black Death hit them. There was a widespread belief that the medicinal applications of this plant could treat the plague. Because the plant had to be imported, the cost shot up. The few farmers within Europe who grew crocus sativus had died from the disease and the demand far outstripped supply. The only other major producers at the time were Arab sources, who were unwilling to trade due to the hostilities over the Crusades. This left Greece as Europe's primary supplier. The trade of this plant quickly made merchants extremely wealthy and powerful, which disturbed the declining aristocracy. In an attempt to regain control, a group of nobles seized a large plant shipment heading to Basel in Switzerland. The stolen cargo would be worth over a half a million dollars in today's market. This led to a war which lasted 14 weeks. That shipment was eventually returned, but the wider 13th century trade was subject to mass piracy. Wary of such unpleasantness, the city of Basel planted its own comps. Several years of large and lucrative harvests made Basel extremely prosperous compared to other European towns. Over time, as their harvest declined, the center of trade moved to Nuremberg in Germany. The popularity of this plant invited the usual problem, adulteration. To protect its authenticity, the Saffron's Chow Code was introduced and enforced. A code which contained specific standards for the plant as well as punishments for its adulteration. The penalties for fraud were quite severe. Imprisonment or execution for people found guilty of adulterating. The execution was often done by immolation. Over 7,000 kilometers away from Nuremberg, just 144 kilometers from Bangalore, lies the town of Savana Belagola. It's well known for the Bahubali, but not the 2022 blockbuster. The Gomateshwara Bahubali statue is one of the most important theats or pilgrimage destinations in Jainism. Carved between 1978 and 1993 AD, this 17.8-meter monolith goes through a unique ceremony every 12 years. The ritual of Mahamastad Abhishek, or the anointment of Jain images. Purified water and sandalwood paste is poured over the statue from a scaffolding. This event continues for weeks. As Mahamastak Abhishek begins, consecrated water is sprinkled onto the participants by devotees carrying 1,008 prepared vessels. The statue is then bathed and anointed with, among others, the extract of this plant. Saffron, the world's most expensive spice. But all is not well for saffron. According to a study by A.M. Husseini at Sheri Kashmir University of Agricultural Sciences and Technology, unpredictable rainfall interspersed with drought is a major driver for the decline. Saffron cultivation is an intensive occupation. It takes around 5,000 flowers to produce 30 grams of saffron. Nearly 90% of the world's saffron is grown in Iran, but experts consider Kashmir's crop to be superior for its deep intensity of color and flavor. In modern times, saffron cultivation has spread to Afghanistan. Amongst impoverished and cash-trapped Afghan farmers, it's an ideal alternative to illicit and lucrative opium production. Afghanistan's sunny and semi-arid climate is ideal for saffron crocus growth. Kashmir, though, has another problem on its hands. Climate change. The region's thousands of glaciers are rapidly shrinking and in turn hampering traditional farming patterns in the ecologically fragile region. Efforts are being made on two fronts, indoor cultivation and picking saffron's genetic makeup. But it's too early to say if these will deliver the results. 
the spice that started wars and invented saints, is fighting its own battle today. As agriculturists and scientists ally with saffron, we must acknowledge that the impact of our actions has caught up with us. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YV Travel 42 on Instagram.